Emergency. Queen's Quest arrived. Emergency. Queen's Quest arrived. Emergency. Queen's Quest Hello ladies, gentlemen and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum and welcome back to Stardom Quest, the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world. I am as always Alex and I am joined by Dylan. Hi Dylan. Hi Alex. Hey guys. You miss me already? (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, I'm so happy to be here. For most people, for most people it would be like career suicide to release two episodes on the same topic. Um, but we are dumb, so we're going to do yeah. it anyway. <laughs> um, so we already posted as our regular episode uh, Dylan's solo show. He did the news, he did the reviews, he did the preview. Uh, we're not going to do that here because I don't know how long I'm going to survive. <laughs> um, so we're just going to do a preview for the Stardom Supreme Fight show this weekend because I just couldn't miss the first Stardom show with cheering in like three years Uh, So much cool shit on the card as well. So I thought I will tough it out. We'll do a preview that people can really enjoy and really sink their teeth into. And uh, Dylan will get to have all of the discussion and nuance that he wants from from this. Because he was was very upset at the lack of discussion. Yeah. um, I I enjoyed the solo episode. Alex told me that was a decent, it was a good episode. Which I'm very proud of in that case because I haven't listened all the way back to it. But I definitely do think that the best part about Star Quest is the fact that I can just randomly sit and listen to Alex and then ask him the most random question about a card, and we can have a 10-minute discussion about it. Like, that's my that's my favorite part, is just diving into things that don't need to be div- dived into. And you can't really do that alone, unless, you know, yeah. you're Scott and you're a madman and just your brain works like that. But, you know, like, you, you, you can't really do that alone, so I'm very happy to have him back, even if it's just for the uh, preview and I, I know that he wasn't actually sick and he just didn't want to talk about uh, mm. a show in Chiba. I think that's really what we're, what we're getting at here. Um, it was, I was too <laughs> sad about Zyre Brookside leaving. I yeah, to, yeah. I wouldn't have made it through. I know. I, I will miss her slate queening. Indeed. <laughs> they need to replace her with Megan. You know, I think that's, <laughs> I've been on this train. You get, get the dancing doll. And everything will work out. Oh, that's what you're talking about. The fucking doll. Yeah. Oh my god. I was like, I was like, you are be like, what is with you in like the first name? Like, th- like, just give me a se- give me a second name. I have no idea who the fuck you're talking about. It makes sense. It's the fucking doll. I yeah. thought you were talking about like, uh, not princess, whatever. Fuck. <laughs> the, not prince. The royal. The royal. The royal. I can't say that. The royal girl. That's not Meghan Markle. Anymore. Yes, Meghan Markle. <laughs> oh, why would I put a get three Meghan Markle, in the name get... of Meghan Markle? I don't know, man. Did you not notice the three from Meghan? I don't really read a lot. Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think Meghan Markle would work in uh, Club Venus, because, you know. Maybe? I don't know. Tam is kind of like the queen. Well, no, she's not really. Let's just move on. No. Okay, yeah, the doll, doll Megan would work a bit better. She was uh, probably she was slaying the house down for that entire movie, you know. I think you're the only person who's seen that movie. I'm gonna be real, Alex. It it, it is it was a cult hit. Is it pop? Was it popping? Was it popping? It is so funny. It, it is the funniest thing I've seen in so long. I saw so many advertisements for it, and I was like. They, oh, it's another like, doll movie. Okay, cool. <laughs> they don't even get close to to just how funny it is. Like, there's a part of the movie where I think the doll kills the dog that's been annoying them, and she starts comforting the little girl that she's paired with, and she starts singing "Titanium" by Sia. <laughs> <laughs> For no okay, that's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. So me and my friends start. Breaking our bollocks laughing in the cinema. <laughs> oh my god, it was the funniest shit ever. Like you it's could hear me, too. you could hear me like audibly breathing in over the sound of the movie. I was laughing so much. She just 
it's such a funny movie. Um, but yeah, Megan, she was slaying. She was reading bitches. Uh, get her in Club Venus now. Um, but that's enough about Club Venus for now. We'll get we'll get onto them later. Don't you worry. So the oh, first yeah. the, the first match to preview from the twelfth uh, anniversary Supreme Fight card is a triangle derby league match. It is the unique glare team of Haruka Umasaki, Starlight Kid, and Raka versus Classmates, which is the team of Hazuki, Saeeda, and Koguma. Um, now I don't I don't have any idea what the standings are here. I imagine you, uh, Classmates wins because they're kind of the more loaded team. You would think, but they are they are at two points. They are one of the first teams eliminated. Um, oh, fun. Like officially of the tournament, and okay. Unique Glare has more points than them currently, which I think is really dumb. So I think Classmates definitely needs yes. needs to win here. Um, but yeah, so Classmates is kind of in the mud, which is unfortunate. Uh, and yeah, they they need a win here. Plus, I think I mean you know anybody over Ruaka. I said this yesterday. It, it's easy to just pin Ruaka in this case, and I feel like Kazuki might be like the next uh, Julia challenger. Like I like if they do a challenge before the Yokohama Arena show, I think Hazuki might be next. Right. So I think probably Hazuki over like Ruaka or anybody just Hazuki getting a pinfall here would make sense to me. Yeah, yeah, Hazuki getting some build up would be uh would be a nice way to get them onto that. Uh, especially because it looks like at this stage Mayuki he is the uh, Yokohama Arena challenger. Yeah, that's that's what I'm kind of seeing. Yeah, um, unless something crazy happens some uh you know yeah i mean who else would it fucking be really mm. i mean yeah like utami is like the only one but that doesn't they're really not even like going not that really, direction yeah she's she's not in the she's not in those in the lane yet she's just a non-entity so far yeah yeah so january's are weird for utami <laughs> yeah. i feel like this has happened like routinely like every year she's like i remember the first year she came out she was like Oh well, this is this is gonna be my second year wrestling. Even though it was like three months in, she's like, I I won't, I won't succumb to the sophomore jinx. And then she won every championship that she could look at. Um, and then every year after that, she just did nothing. Like every start of the year, and then she builds up near the end of the year. So she's she's just one of those wrestlers. Doesn't yeah. have a big doesn't have a big early winter. Yeah, they they just don't really have anything for her. It's kind of strange, but. I don't know. Um, speaking of Utami, she's in our next match. It is Utami, Hayashishta, Lady C, and Azumi versus Amisore, Siri, and Konami. So uh, we got a bit of Konami back here. Um, I would have Konami win because we seem to believe that she'll have a Julia challenge at some point. So you might as well keep her strong. And I don't think she's lost yep. since her... Uh, like semi-retirement or whatever. It's like every time they yeah, brought her back, she she's been on the winning side. I mean, it's easy when you're with God's Eye. I feel like God's Eye is just routinely in the, on the winning side, regardless yes. of if Konami's <laughs> That's there. True. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Konami over Lady C is an easy one. Uh, I feel like we might... I feel like factions are going to get like mixed up pretty soon in some way, shape, or form. Um, and I feel like this is going to be one of the last times we see Azumi uh, and Utami team with Lady C because I feel like she's on her way out. Even though it doesn't feel like she's going to DDM, I can't explain it, but it just feels like something's about to happen. So this is one of those last... If you're a big fan of the Azumi, Lady C, and Utami, it's just the trio. Uh, I would buy your tickets now, buy the pay-per-view now, so you can see this, because I don't know how many more times we're going to see that, uh, considering the way that things are going. Yeah, I mean, listen, Lady C in demand. Her, her and Waka, yeah. you know? And making moves. They're, they're 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 hot entities. Yeah. Um but yeah, that's that's a pretty easy Konami Shiri Ami win. Um yeah. Queen's Quest is just doing absolutely nothing. It's it's incredible. Um, Queen's Quest is so funny because yes. think about think about where they're at right now. They beat the artist champions. Mm-hmm. Uh Utami and Utami and Saya were goddess finalists. And both Azumi and Saya are like in are in the greatest championship reigns of their championships history, both of them mm-hmm. at the same time. And you cannot tell, say a cert, a single thing about Queen's Quest as a group, like they 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 aren't doing anything, even though they're literally doing everything. I don't know how they do this. <laughs> like 
they just they feel so like absent even though literally they are the probably the winningest uh the most like high impact team in the entire company <laughs> yeah it's it's an odd one i think it's mainly because um there haven't been many like I guess focused storylines are told around them. Like Azumi's reign has just been challenger of the month kind of thing. Uh, Saya's as well, since the Kyrie thing ended, has just been, hey, here's a challenger. You know, so none of them have had anything to actually like grasp onto. So um, it is kind of probably why the the group as a whole just feels like it's there, is because the champions in the group aren't really doing much story wise. And then the ones who aren't champions, they're just kind of there. Like, as I said, yeah. Tami has had nothing to do since losing to Kyrie, Or not losing to Kyrie, drawing with Kyrie. Um, Lacey, I mean, she's she's teaming with a different faction in the, the league. Uh, Kevin is injured, obviously. And, um, I mean, Hina is obviously a part-timer. So it's kind of difficult for them. Actually, Hina has the most shine of anybody <laughs> after this past weekend. She beat Rio twice. Yeah, that was surprising. Yeah, they, they gave her a win in the match with Inaba, and I was like, oh, sure, why not? Yeah. That um, was an interesting decision. Indeed. Yeah, but yeah, that's enough about that match. Uh, the next one, and uh, this is third on the card. That's insane. A uh, special singles match. Oh, this is going to happen at like 12, 15 my time. I'm so yeah. excited. Yeah. Like this, this roulette match is about to ruin everything, and I'm going to like fall asleep during it. Uh, because it's going to be very long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, dude, if I get to stay up for this, and it's not even me staying up, I'm excited. Yeah, so this, this match is Mirai versus Chihiro Hashimoto of Sendai Girls. Um, because it's so low on the card, I really want this to be, like, a 10-minute Brock Lesnar versus John Cena from SummerSlam. Like, I just want Hashimoto to throw this woman around for 10 minutes or so. Um, I mean, remember, Mirai is great. In like these like early, ma- I mean like that match against Ida. I know I talk about it like a million times, yes. but like it it was like on it was like the second match on a pay per view card, and they just kind of went at it for like nine minutes, mm-hmm. and it was incredible. And I was just like, damn, those motherfuckers just fucking threw it, you know. And I, I think that's definitely the way I would want this match to go. Um, though I think many people are speculating that uh, Hashimoto is definitely going to uh, beat the fuck so to speak. Sorry, my language. Um, beat the fuck out of Mirai. Yeah. Uh, big time. She kind of has to. I mean, you have to, Yeah. I feel like you want to get under the skin of Siri, and the best way to do that is by having Hashimoto just, like, obliterate Mirai, you know? Especially with how they looked completely past Mirai at that Corkin interaction. Like, you, you know, for now, you can just have her get beat, and you will be okay. Um... But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I want it to be like 80-20 to Hero. I think that would be very interesting. But they they might not do that. Even still, if they did that, I think Mariah could make it work. She's a fantastic baby face, especially as the underdog. So even if they did just give her 20, I think it would be pretty cool. Um, but it'll probably she be a bit She can make the most out of a 20. Like, yeah. she could she yeah. can make the most out of that. Like, she'd just um, be throwing yeah, arrows and shit. This is the, uh, like, what? For anybody who thinks that Mariah has a chance of an upset, let me let me do the math for you. Um, <laughs> Chiro Hashimoto has has lost three, no four, four singles matches in the past four years, and one of them was against Shuri. Yeah. <laughs> the other ones were against Takumi. Uh, Dash got an upset at some point, and then obviously Asuka Lenny won like a month or two ago. So she doesn't really lose to like people. Mm. <laughs> she loses to aces and in upsets against Ta- dash three years ago you know what i mean like there's there's not a lot of hope for the ash cover cinderella but i think the bigger question is like how much if, if she does get that 20 percent that we're kind of like you know like that if she really does get the brakes beaten off of her how much can she make of that mariah i'm talking about how much can she make of that how much like can she really like uh perform in that situation where she is designed to get beat up you know what i mean like I, I don't know how many times we've seen that and i i remember even when i wasn't crazy about mirai like uh middle of last year earlier last year when the uh 200 kg match happened actually i was like i think mirai getting beat up is really good hmm. she's an underrated seller um 
her her comebacks are fiery. They're really good. But like she just she can take a beating and it, it works, but she doesn't usually have to in Starm because she's on the bigger side in the roster and she's just, you know, she doesn't have a lot of people who are gonna beat her up um and beat on her in terms of, of that, you know, classical type of way. So I'm excited to see how she does in like a full length match, even if it is only like ten minutes, a full length match of just her getting beat up and making the comebacks and then finally losing. I'm excited to see how how it turns out. Yeah, no, that one will definitely be like a show stealer, no matter how they go about it. Um, and then, you know, they're, they'll make the most of it either way. Um, but if I was doing it, like I, I would, I would make sure Hashimoto looks as, as like dominating as possible uh, ahead of the match yeah, with totally. Siri. Um, next match then is the uh, Nanua Roulette mini tournament thingy. That's a gauntlet. So um, the competitors are Mayu Iwatani, Momokogo, Tam Nakano, Natsupoi, Miyashirakawa, Wakasukiyama, Mariah May, Mai Sakurai, Tekla, Natsuko Tora, Saki Kashima, Miyu Amasaki, Numizumori, Momoka Hanazono, and X. Um, so the, the rules of this are that you can, um, the match is our five minutes time limit. Uh, you can yeah. win by over the top rope. Yeah. And if the match ends in a draw, both people are eliminated. So very similar to the Cinderella, just with five minutes instead of ten. Um, and uh, I, <laughs> there's a lot of ways they can go with it, I guess. Because if X is Meiho Suzuki, she can easily win and challenge for the high speed belt. Um, somebody like Mariah May or Tekla could win and say, hey, I want the SWA belt to come back. Um or like Mayu could win and be like, I want to wrestle Mercedes money. Like you could do a lot of things, you know, one of Meltier might win and say, we want a tag title match, you know, like, yeah, there's so many directions thing about this. Mm. Uh, the, the issue is, is I think it's just going to be Mina. Uh, I think, I think I would like it if it was like a Meho Shizuki or, you know, uh, whoever X is to be like a high speed wrestler. Imagine if it was Natsuki Tayo, you know what I mean? Like that'd be really dope. Like I, I would love it if they did something like that. So that's for the high speed belt or for the SWA belt or something that's not uh, just them sliding Mina Shirakawa on a Cinderella win. Cause I feel like that's what this is, is that Mina makes the most sense for winning the Cinderella, but the Cinderella is a like staple of stardom. And they don't want to give that to her. That's that's what I'm seeing from this. Uh, is that they they see that Mina needs that way back into the white belt match, but they don't want to give her the Cinderella if if she wins. That's that's kind of how I see it. But I would like it if it was for one of the smaller belts, or if it was you know like for the tag belts or something interesting like that, uh, instead of just Mina winning and then getting the white belt match that we all know she's going to get eventually. Yeah, Mina Mina could win. But I, I, I mean, I have no idea when they're doing that match with with Saya, and I mean, Saya's called her out already, so you can just kind of do it whenever, you know. Like you can just have Saya be like, "Hey, Mina, I think you're ready now. Let's go." So I don't know if you need to have her win this, um, especially when you can do something more clever with it. Um, and I don't know if you want her to challenge for the white belt when the Cinderella winner will presumably do the exact same. So you'd have two very similar tournaments with two exact same outcomes of the person winning challenging Saya. So I don't know if you want to do that. No, I agree. I, I, I totally agree. But yeah. I, I do like that, that immediately when I heard about this match and I saw Mina was in it and I knew it was for a title shot. I was like, oh, this is this is the not Cinderella tournament so that Mina doesn't get to be the Cinderella. Like that that's that was immediately what I thought. Um I honestly think that maybe if they do want to go that way, that they have the Cinderella winner challenge Julia instead. I think that'd be interesting. Because yeah. uh, I, I feel like swapping it up a little bit. Uh they like to do that every couple of years. I, I would I would find that cool. But yeah, I mean my pick would be Mayo Suzuki if she's X, right? Like that that's that's who I want. Yeah. Um if not, maybe Mayu. Mayu could do something, you know. And then obviously the foreigners could definitely. I mean, if they're going to bring the SWA belt back, uh, Mariah May and Tekla is a good feud for it. You know, it's a good. Yeah. You know, I don't know why they wouldn't run it. 
it's it's uh i don't know i think that's a good idea so there's a lot of things you could do out of this but i kind of just have that sneaking suspicion that they're just going to give it to mina and say you're not cinderella bitch and that's that's it well, who does win cinderella then i mean i guess with your guess it'd be mayuki i mean it's i mean it depends who's going to be in it you know what i mean like yeah. if if you know the suzus are in it if the mayukihis are in it if you know like if everybody's in it um i don't think suzu wins uh because she's challenging right now but you know if everybody's in it i think it could be a mayukihi i think it could be a hazuki um i think it could be a lot of people but and that's only a month away yep like that's soon why are they doing this match? I don't like that this match exists. I'm going to be real. Okay. Well, I don't know. Mayu probably legitimately pitched it, and they were like, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> Just go away. Yeah. And it, it is funny, because it's, it's all of the undercarders, for the most part. Mm. You know, it's Mayu, Natsuko, and, like, one or two other... Like, Tam, Natsuko, and then everybody else. <laughs> but, you know, I don't know. I, 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 I've... Do you think Mina's winning Cinderella? She could. I mean, you know, they've they've made Club Venus a thing, and uh, somebody getting a push in their faction and then winning Cinderella is like Rossi one hundred and one. So I wouldn't wouldn't exactly say it's out of the realm of possibility. Um, I mean, I know Starlight Kid was somebody that I mentioned, but she seems to be on the back burner now instead of building up to a white belt match. So. God is good. So, like, if Starlight Kid isn't a contender, then that clears the way for Mina to win the Cinderella. So, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in these tournaments. Uh, I, f- I still feel like Mina's just winning this though. That's fair. I feel like she's gotten the wins over the undercarders to where it's like I don't know who she really loses to here. Um, she can lose to plenty of people in this match, but I feel like she's just gonna like find her way to win. Yeah, but I mean the stipulation is there to get rid of everybody that they need to. Yeah. So exactly. I mean, I I could really see somebody like Mariah or uh, Tekla or something winning and and using it for the SWA belt, but um, I'll have to wait and, and see. also I think I think the five minute thing does make it so mm-hmm. that I really want to be a high speed wrestler. You know, I mean, I think that like would make the most sense because this feels like a high. It's this is just a high speed tournament. <laughs> like that's like the that's basically what it is is five minute time limits. Uh, you gotta go fast. Yes. So. Yeah. It would be it would be very fitting for a high speed wrestler to to win it as well. So, I mean, that, that's another reason to give it to uh somebody like. Well, it would have to be May. I don't think there's any other high speed wrestler. Oh, Tekla. Like I said, let's let's get let's get Tayo back in there. <laughs> Velke got the scoop. Yeah. Velke got the scoop. She said, hey, if they pay me, I'm there. It's <laughs> <That's> amazing. <laughs> I love that. Um, but yeah, that's enough about that match, I suppose. Uh, the next match is a Goddess of Stardom Championship match. It is the 7-up team of Yu and Inai Takahashi defending against Mahime. Uh, Dylan wrote a great article about Mahime, and it went up on the 5-star the network website earlier today. So, uh, Or maybe it was yesterday, days days do not exist to me anymore um but uh yeah he let me proofread it like a month ago and it was amazing so check that one out um the result here is in quite a bit of doubt because yeah he let you and deny beat mahime in the league just a few days ago but that is... they like doing that though let's remember <laughs> yeah they won a handicap match like a, like a month and a half ago that's true and then just beat him two days later but that like that essentially avenged the loss they suffered in the tag league to Mahime. Because remember, you know, Micah rolled up Nanai in the tag league. Yeah. They've got that win back, essentially, in the triangle derby. And then you'd have them winning again here. It just feels like a lot. So I don't know if... I don't know if it's, like, set in stone that you and Nanai win. It's, it's still likely. But I, there's, they've put a bit more doubt in there that Mahime might come away with the win. I think that's one of the things about this show that is really, really cool is that outside of the main event, like there are obviously reasons for, like there's stronger reasons for certain wrestlers than others uh, 
in terms of these matches, but I feel like there's a lot of unpredictability because mm-hmm. I feel like there's uh, there's the sneaking suspicion within me still says that Mike and Jamaica could just win this, right? Um, and then like, because I I still think that that Yokohama Arena show, Micah Jamaica versus Natsupoi Tam, I feel like that's the match. Yeah, you know, and this is this is no disrespect to Seven Up. I think Seven Up has had one of the best runs of a tag team in a very long time in stardom, in my opinion. Uh, and they, they haven't even defended the belt yet, but I mean, they're consistent with this, with the triangle derby stuff. They had a great goddess league run. Like I've enjoyed almost all of their stuff. Um, so this is no disrespect to them, but I feel like they are not the team to be like, to have this major thing at Yokohama arena. I feel like, and I can be doing something else there, and you can be doing some, something else there uh, if they want them to anyway. But So I, I really want Miami to win. I think Miami could win, but at the same time, the safe bet is obviously it's the first defense, right? Hmm. It's, it, it's hard to take a belt off of, especially a team as strong as Nanai and you, it's hard to take a belt off of them yeah. in their first defense. Yeah, no, that's true. But, I mean, it wouldn't be the first time. Like, stardom with the tag belts, they do V, you oh, know, no. I mean, V0 sometimes. I feel like the longest, like, the, the most winningest reign with the tag belts outside of, like, I remember, I think EO and Mayu had, like, a really strong run, or somebody did. But outside of that, like, no reign goes past three defenses. Mm-hmm. Like, one or two ever have. And I'm not being hyperbolic. Uh, you know, like I mean, even FWC, they lost it and then won it back. Like that's the only, like that's the only way that uh, they got more than more than a couple of defenses uh, as tag champs because they lost it at some point. So Seven Up definitely loses it within the first few reigns because I think that's kind of just standard at this point or first few defenses. But it is hard to see them lose in the first defense, even though it would make sense. Like I don't, I don't think it would be outside of the realm of possibility. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely um like the the just the precedent with the tag belts um does give you some kind of hope that the challengers can win. Um but either way, I mean this will be a, a great match. These these four are fantastic. Um it's a lot of beef, right? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh yeah, I mean that fucking that triangle derby match it wasn't phenomenal but like there is some stuff in it that like makes you excited for the match that's going to happen right uh you choking out lady c with the kataja may which is micah's finish Mm -hmm. and just staring at micah badass like that was so cool what happened with you she just she you everywhere else she goes is like this smiley you know, bubbly lovely woman that's booked as a baby face and here she's just the most Evil bitch. She's a sit- <laughs> she's a shit starter. It's amazing. Like, I'm telling you, Nanai is teaching motherfuckers. Yeah. Like I was I was saying it with about uh, Unimon that like Unimon is learning to yell as loud as Nanai is, and it's giving people brain damage. Um, but you is learning how to just be a fucking shit starter and just fuck with people, and it's great. I mean, you's one of my favorite wrestlers just in the world right now. She's she's doing incredible stuff so that's what i mean like if if nanai and you win the match i am not going to be upset that they are champions but i am going to be upset that they win the match because i really want my to win i also and this is like a bit of a speculative thing but i feel like my have been using language lately that i don't really like i know because yeah like mike has been saying that's like and him make like i remember mina like a couple months ago was like who the fuck was it somebody was like no, it was Natsuko. Natsuko, before the fucking uh, number one contenders match, was like, you guys have been here this entire time and you don't win. Why are you even still trying? You are losers. And Himeka's like, well, I guess we have to prove it. Like, And just like, they've been really putting a lot, banking a lot on this next goddess win, right? Mm-hmm. For the past few months. And when they lose this match, I fear <laughs> that... uh that they're going to realize that something has to change and I don't want something to change. You know what I mean? Like that, that's, that's what I'm getting at is that I feel like one more loss and it's going to be really hard. And, and you know, like, like you said, I wrote that article about how they lose every big match that they're in ever. Um, and I feel like, like they're like about to reach the tipping point and something bad's going to happen. <laughs> so uh, that's another reason why I'm, I'm kind of hoping for a Mahime win here. Right. Okay. Um, 
you know what what is it a way to tie himeka you know what i was thinking that i would hate but is possible club venus himeka hmm guess i mean they already did the fucking like especially if club venus separates from uh cosmic angels completely at some point coming soon like they love doing the oh you're my enemy you used to be my friend and now we're friends again for no reason really mm -hmm. um they they like doing that so i could see himeka and uh mina kind of like being the co-head co-heads of um club venus especially if they really like himeka uh not sure and then that would anymore. kind of firmly I'm... But that would also firmly put Micah as the number two in DDM, yeah. which I think they want. You know, what I mean, mm. uh, I wouldn't like this. Let me let me preface this. This is like a this is a this is a thought that like came and I didn't want to think about it. But uh, if Micah was leaving, I could see her going with Mina, and then Micah getting elevated to the like firm number two behind Julia, which she is right now. But like you know, I think. If Hameka did leave, God forbid, I think Mike would be a lot fir more firm in that role. Yeah, that's that's true. And um, I don't know if Hameka would fit Club Venus. Um, I just can't picture her dancing next to to Mina, and it looking like it works. So I don't know, but we'll have to wait and see. Okay, that's true. But if we're if we're <laughs> if we are uh, like <laughs> hinging everything onto that terrible dance that the two whites do behind Mina, I don't think anything is going to happen with Club Mina's ever. <laughs> that dance is amazing. I don't know what you're talking about. Mina's dance is good. No, the, the entire dance, dance, is good, dance is good. Bro, Zaya Brookside just, like, just looks like she's just shimmying. She just shimmies a little bit. Uh, That's yeah? all she does. It's the simplistic nature. That's why it these, works. These women, these girls, they are girl bossing, they are gatekeeping, mm -hmm. they are slate queening, mm -hmm. but they are not good at dancing. Okay. I love the dance. They're doing girl boss shit. I, I love get the it. dance. I'm they are sorry. not good at dancing. I think the dance is great. Okay. It's simplistic. It, Anybody can do it, right? Like that's that's why it's good. <laughs> no. You can post no. videos of him pumping his, his breasts or whatever, you know. That that was that was wild. I I know what you're referencing. That was wild. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's a good dance. Doing the. Doing the pink kabuki dance to mourn the death of pink kabuki. <laughs> that was wild. Um, anyway, the next match is a uh, Wonder of Stardom Championship match. It is Sayakamatani defending against Momo Watanabe. On any other show, this would get so much hype because this could be one of the best matches of the entire year. But um, this, you know, not this time. So, uh, yeah, this is like two of Stardom's best wrestlers going at it. In a in a big important title match, and Momo has basically just been a complete arse to Saya the entire time. Like she's just kicked yeah. the shit out of her, eaten on her, uh, made her kneel in front of her at the press conference. Like she is, uh, she's not she's not playing nice, and it's very fun. Um, I do wonder if she just gets herself disqualified because. Oh, now, now that they have now oh. that they have crowds who can boo, are they gonna try and get a, a heel reaction? Are they going back to the? Like, are they gonna try and get yeah. that? Because now you can get it. So are they gonna go for it? Right? Isn't that wild to think about sometimes? Yeah. That they waited until crowds were completely dead to have Natsuko start DQing yes. herself. We said it at the time. We were like, "What is the payoff here?" Yeah. But like now that now that like in hindsight, it's even dumber. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's even worse like Natsuko is a likable character mm -hmm. she like she did not have to do it at that point but that's besides the point uh yeah if they do that I'm gonna fucking hate so much about this uh because yeah. th th I think there are two paths right obviously Momo's gonna do some of her heel shit that's fine I get it but there are two paths of like Momo like dying on that hill or Momo just using it to make the match better right mm -hmm. uh they both very, very likely to happen. Like, there is no... It's it's just a matter of the day, pretty much, like, what she decides to do. I could definitely see it just ending in kind of a DQ, because Momo doesn't want the belt. Yeah, so that's, she... that's the big thing, is how she's very much just like, I don't like you, you're not a proper champion, you don't, you know, you don't... 
you're not a red belt material, I am red belt material, I don't want this belt. So she's just going to get to a point where she says, I don't care, and gets disqualified to hurt Saya because she doesn't care about the belt. So, like, it's not outside the realm of possibility based on how they built it up. But I'm not sure if that's how you want Saya to pass the record. No? I mean, she, yeah. No, I, yeah. Now that you say it out loud like that, I think that Saya has to beat Momo yeah. clean. If she's going to beat Momo. It has to be with a Phoenix um, Maybe not even clean. She cannot do this firebird thing or whatever. I don't know if she's I don't know if she's doing she Phoenix Splash anymore. She's gotta. Especially not before the Mina match. Mm. Like maybe she tries but it again on Mina. People can cheer now. I feel like it would get a reaction. People go, oh wow. It she would. Done it, it since, would. No, you're you know? right. Since the Mina yeah. stuff. But I, I don't know if like I feel like they might have just Suzuki'd her with the shooting star press. And are like, nope, mm. you fucked it up. You can't do it again. I don't know. Uh, I'm still begging for Hazuki to bring that back. I think, I think if she tried it one more time, she could have gotten it. Personally, that's me. <laughs> uh, I love those those like big moves, especially in Joshi. I feel like uh, the Phoenix splashes and the shooting star presses are a bit uh, few and far between, and they really make somebody stand out. So obviously, I want Sai to hit her with the Phoenix splash, but I don't know if they do that anymore. Um, how do you feel about Mama win? Um. I don't think it's going to happen, no. but how do, how do you feel about it theoretically? It would be okay with it, because she's great, and she would deserve it. But, yeah, I don't know if, um... I don't know how you could... Well, I guess you could have a big Yokohama Arena match with Utami, but then Utami would have to win Cinderella, and I don't know if that's really a good direction. I mean, she's... Because when you think of like, I mean, wouldn't she be the, like the second person to be to do the, tri- yeah. the tournament? Yeah, her uh, and Mayu triple crown. Yeah, because I mean, like that's the biggest Momo match because they never paid that off. But I don't know yeah. if you want to do that right away. Um, I don't know who then takes it off Momo either. Is with Saya like you have a very clear. I think Utami would take it off of her in that case. Yeah, you'd be doing a zero defense Momo reign. Yes. Mm. I don't know. I mean, well, and I mean, like, this, this is like, I feel like Rossi is not this, like, innovative booker a lot of the times. Yes. So, like, you can you can look back at certain cases, and I feel like I compare Momo to Naito a lot, uh, especially, like, heel, like, firm heel Naito, and not, like, you know, uh, anti-hero Naito. Mm-hmm. So I think they could definitely do it where it's, like, Momo wins it, Defends against fucking Azumi on a random show like the Cinderella final, and then loses it to Tommy at the big show. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the same way that Naito did it with the big belt, where he beat Okada and then beat Ishii in one defense and then lost it again. You know what I mean? I, I think they could do something like that if they wanted to. Again, this is all theoretical. Kamatani, in my opinion, is definitely winning this match, but I, I kind of like the idea of Momo winning the belt you know i mean she hasn't won a singles championship match uh in many years i mean she's challenged every single red belt champion since yuashino and has lost every single one of them uh so it would be it'd be interesting to see her uh get you know get this match but i just don't see it Mm. and if she does but if she does it would be a good way to give tommy the belt right i I think kind of yeah Depending on what Utami's tra- trajectory is right now, I think it's you know, <laughs> like that. Like we were, we were talking about after Julia won the belt, like how would the white belt survive under a Julia reign? Give the belt to Utami. That's how <laughs> you know what I mean. Like theoretically, but no, I, I think this is just a Saya win, and then she probably defends against Mina next. Yeah, but I feel like the Saya match at Yokohama Arena is a bigger match, regardless, because she'd be on, you know. Her, her reign is in legendary status at this stage. So dethroning yeah. her is a bigger deal than Utami versus Momo even. I don't know if that's... I mean, she hit 400 days. I think Dan mentioned it, uh, and I looked it up, and it is very true that she hit 400 days like two days ago, um, which is the second longest of anybody ever. Mm. Obviously, second to um, Aikawa. So, wait. Yeah. Um... So that's pretty big. Like, I mean, Zayakamatari is on this, like, this is a fucking big reign. 
and it needs to end in a big way. And it's very possible that they decide that kid <laughs> is the biggest. You know, the, the thing with kid is, I was I was it's thinking so of this recently, but she is due for a bit of a a downswing because she's basically been featured since like was it twenty twenty one when she turned. Yeah. She went straight from the. I mean, yeah. She went straight from the stars away to tie feud, to the heel turn, to a tag reign, to an artist reign, like. Oh, and she had that high speed reign, and run. she did the Momo so, stuff, like a very high profile yeah. Momo at that time. Like, that was right after her match against Shuri, yeah, and she immediately got Momo like mm-hmm. that. Rossi, yeah. I mean, this dude, he he downsized Utami after just twelve months, like. He downsizes Mayu every time he gives her a push for four months. Like, I don't know. I don't see him pushing Kid for another. Like, that would be three years, basically, of him pushing a wrestler. I don't know if he's ever done that. <laughs> like, I feel like it, it, it is almost time for Kid to fall down the card a bit, and her current stuff is a, is a decent spot for her. He is doing that. So, I'm not sure what her status is with the white belt because as much as they did seem to be teasing her versus uh, Saya, it almost feels like they've gone, okay, yeah, we've been pushing her for a long time, now let's cycle her out a little bit. So um, I don't know about Kid, and it's kind of interesting because yeah. I was thinking of it recently that and you know... <laughs> it's about time for her to just have a bit of time away from the spotlight. You bring that up, I feel like that's been the downfall of a lot of like my favorite wrestlers in stardom uh for me in my enjoyment of them excuse me uh because like i i used to love tam and then i was like damn can she like just have a downswing for a second buddy yeah. please i don't feel like watching another tam main event please stop please why are you doing this to me and now i just am not that big of a tam fan uh and i mean the same thing to a lesser degree happened to unagi i think the same thing kind of happened to kid even though there's other reasons why i'm not too big of a fan of kid i i think that's like that like constant of like oh she's going to be in a title match every single month until she's just not anymore uh and you're gonna like it i've I've never been too fond of that trait in rossi's booking uh but it i mean you're right like i was saying it back at that point i was like she might just win the white belt last year i thought that she was going to win the white belt last year because i was like she's won every belt she's ever challenged for in the past six months (laughs) like why wouldn't she win the white belt at this point? Uh, so I'm 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 interested in a kid on a downturn, right? I'm I'm interested to see how she kind of like survives in that. Uh, and I hope you're right because I I would prefer it if she didn't just pop back up and win the Cinderella tournament. You know what I mean? Because I feel like she could definitely use a minute to just exist. Yeah, yeah, especially when there's so many other people push. Uh, you know, yeah. like Stardom with so many options. Um. But yeah, that's that white belt match. I really think that one could, that one could be so great, though. I mean, they're they're the little bits we've seen have it been has, good. Um, it has perhaps the highest ceiling and the lowest floor for me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe not the highest ceiling. I feel like Julia and Susie probably has the highest ceiling. Um, but it it could be like a real match the year contender because, like, on paper, these are two of the best work rate wrestlers that Stardom has ever mm-hmm. seen, in my opinion. You know, what I mean, um, when they when they want to like deliver, they can fucking deliver, and I, I'm hoping that they deliver, and it's not just Momo just beating her up with chairs and the bat, and then mwahaha <laughs> and she loses. Yeah, yeah, I know. or DQs herself. That's that's the worst case scenario. Like I might actually give it like a zero, <laughs> <laughs> like because that would be so disappointing to me. That would just be like this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I, I do hope they don't lean on the heel stuff too much, but I, I feel like the temptation might be there for them to be like, hey, let's yeah. see if the crowd boos this stuff, but I'll have to wait and see, I suppose. Um, now, the main event of the show is a World of Stardom Championship match. Julia defends against Suzu Suzuki of Prominence. Um, yeah, so this is this is a big one. This is V1 for Julia. This is uh, obviously Suzu is kind of like going to be rivals for a very long time. Um, the build up to the match has definitely taken a bit of a swing from from what people kind of expected, but it's definitely still in the territory of they want to go out there and have this like 
iconic main event, right? Because this is a big venue. Um, Julia, in one of her promos, was like, we always said we wanted to main event like an important arena. Yeah. And now we're getting the chance they to do it. Crying. Yeah. So they're both going to go out there with the intent of having the best match possible. I just hope that manifests itself as let's be as violent as possible rather than let's go epic, yeah. right? I think, I, but I think people like forget who Suzu Suzuki is when they just like assume she's going to go for the epic. Well, yeah, like I, like I, I feel like that's Suzu like just has two modes, and, right? Suzu, I've seen yes. Suzu have some stinkers, right? And people might not oh, be happy 100%. with that, but she's had some really phoned-in performances. I mean, I've I've watched I've watched almost every Suzu mm. Wave match in the past two <laughs> yeah. years. I know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I like some of them are great, some of them are phenomenal, but some of them you yeah. could tell. Yeah, like I get what that, that first on. match with Inaba as well. That was I don't know if you ever bothered watching that. I, I saw it. it yeah, dreadful. that was. So boring. It was. It was yeah. sad. It was pretty sad. Yeah. She does have that mode to her. I just hope that her and Julia are like, "Hey, let's do the violence and not try to do the, you know, the epic." But I don't think they would get too cute with it. Like, I mean, when you think about it, I I am kind of more interested in this dynamic and how they like go about it in this. I mean, it could end up being that like, oh, they try too hard and it's a bit underwhelming they might go to a 30 minute draw Ugh, that wouldn't be fun <laughs> um but like i think about it, it's like what was one of suzu's best matches last year it was against fucking risa sarah obviously it was a death match but like this like suzu is not the type to be like oh because there's not that like violent hatred there like there's no like she's just gonna be a wrestler like no she's like she is violence personified that's like her entire mm. gimmick and i feel like people kind of being like oh well now that they have like this like kinship relationship and they're like you know i i don't see that i i think that like people are like losing the forest through the trees with this because and i could be wrong i don't want to be but i feel like this is going to bring out an even more violent suzu and a more violent julia than the tournament match because it's going to be a lot more like it is going to just be a lot more like focused on the violence it should be at least well it's not going to be as much story. It's going to be a lot more just, I'm going to kill you, and you're going to kill me, and everybody's going to cheer. I don't know, because their first match seemed to be that. Like, they seem to have got that out almost. Like, that's the vibe I've got. Yeah. Is they got the full-on aggression out of them. Um, while their vision of a perfect match might still be the violence. I don't know if they have it in them. Um, Are you scared they're going to do the graps? They're going to do the five-minute graps to start the match? Yes, of course. Suzu Graps is just as bad as Julia Graps. I'm sorry. Yeah, they are not. Her techers are not. Neither of them are. are Neither of them are very. No. So I don't know. I just because they have embraced the whole "Hey, we're sisters." She's kind of annoying, but it's okay, kind of thing. Um, but I don't know. I mean, it's Suzu. She might just. I feel like that's more of a long-term thing, though. Like I I don't think that's like the match dynamic. Like they've already said it, and I feel like the the draw in the GP. Where they hugged after and like they just threw everything at each other. That almost felt like we got it out of our system, right? Um, but I don't know. Maybe they haven't. Like I have no idea how this match is gonna go. I just hope it goes one way, not the other. Um, but I'm sure they would have a great match in the other one because Julia doesn't miss anymore. Um, and Suzu is Suzu. Knock on wood. Yeah. So we'll have to wait and see on that. Um, Julia isn't losing. But is there a chance she goes to a draw? Can that that's that's the question is can Suzu push yeah, a draw? Like, right? Do you um, have do you ever have one beat the other until you know, Suzu beats her or whatever? Like I don't I don't know. Because the GP match ended in a draw. Um I feel like Julia can win this and it would not hurt definitely. Suzu in this life. Like you know what you know what I'm I was thinking? So I saw a post on the stardom Reddit and wow. it was somebody comparing uh no, actually, this was like a good post. Like, it wasn't a great post, but I thought it was interesting. It, it got me thinking a little bit. They compared this to Aja Kong and Megumi Kudo because they both trained together. One of them went and did death matches, and one of them became the champ, the red belt champion of the biggest comp- Joshi company in the world. And then they had a championship match during the reign, right? And somebody said, ah, it's a pretty bad comparison. I was like, yeah, it's not. It's, it's pretty simple. But it, it got me thinking. I was like, 
they can do the Bo Aja thing that we talk about how dope it is all the time. Mm. Where I, I yeah, I heard I heard the groan <laughs> because because that's one of your favorite feuds of all time. It's one of your favorite crowning moments was was the Aja. So I, I know that this is sacrilege. I I apologize. But they they could definitely have Julia beat Suzu and Suzu just get closer to the win. Like they can they can have Suzu challenge her like three times if this rain goes a year and a half, two years. I wouldn't be surprised if it went over a year. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean Saya already broke that. You know, and it it's not that offensive for Saya. And Saya does not have any preconceived fuse except for like Utami and Tam. Right. Yeah. Julie has seven million. <laughs> so she she could draw this one out. Clearly. She could draw this this rain out. So if she if Ju, if Suzu gets two or three challenges loses the first two or loses the first one draws in the second one wins the third like i, I can see that happening uh again it all depends on how long term suzu is a stardom you know wrestler like uh, i i we we still don't really know uh because she is still prominent and she still is freelance mm-hmm. uh so we don't know if like they're gonna put her in her in their long-term plans but i could definitely see them like having suzu inch her way every match and lose until she wins, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. See, I don't trust that fully because, like, with, with Aja and Bull, like, they were expecting Bull to go away, right? And, like, they were yeah. like, oh, we have to go all in on Aja and do it this way. Um, and also, they were like, we were the only people with star power at the time. So, kind of had no choice but to keep running that back. Because we we've watched those shows. That That's roster true. was and tiny. We, yeah, and that roster was so small. Especially especially by what the second third mm. year of Bulls Reign, like, but by well not th- third year it was only two years. I'm an idiot. But like by '92 they were struggling. Yeah. <laughs> like so, I feel like Stardom almost couldn't do that. Um, not that I would hate it, but I don't know if you can do it as well, given that they've already had a draw. Where it, it was kind of like, oh, they're still fairly even, right? Um, whereas, you know, mm-hmm. whereas, you know, with Bull and Aja, like, Bull was beating the shit out of Aja and her tag team partner at the same time, right? So you had a legitimate mountain to climb. You had ways of showing that gap closing. I don't know these two have, because they've already drawn. They're already on a pretty similar yeah. playing field. Um, Though that, that draw was more of a instance of lack of time than it was of... Same suppose but it wasn't like julia level. was destroying her either you know so that's i don't know yeah um, i feel like they've missed the boat if they want to do that but they can still present julia that's as fair. like a mountain to be climbed for suzu like that's what japanese wrestling is built on yeah, almost the, the, is the prominent three and oh or four and oh or you know, this wrestler can't beat that wrestler and they're trying their best and like you can do that definitely um with suzu and julia but no, I feel like I just I had a thought that this could go to a draw because if they want to have the best match possible, and a tense dramatic draw feels like your best way to go. Um, I mean, I would prefer Julia just winning. Like I'm all in on Julia, just beating everybody, looking as strong as possible. I I was uh, the prominence logo is a mountain, right? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. It's multiple things. It's it's very clever. Um, no, I know it is. I know it is. It's very clever. It's indeed very clever. But I, I was like, this is a mountain still, right? Like we're all in agreement. This yeah. is a mountain. Like I get that it's also the the signal and like it's like the P, but it's like it's also whatever. But yeah, I think I think that like <laughs> knowing that a draw is possible, I feel like every time we we preview these shows, we like neglect the fact that draws exist. And then when a draw happens, we're like, oh fuck. Oh no, it's happening. It's in the motion. Whereas like now I'm like I'm prepared for a draw in this match. You know, cuz like I could see it. I could see them going to a draw, running it back, you know, later in the year or yeah. whatever. Have they um, done many draws this year? But I do think Stuzu just loses. I mean, it's January, they haven't done any. Yeah, that's true. Well, it's February now. Cuz the Triangle Derby they only had one and it was Oh, I guess yeah, they had one, but that was weeks ago. Yeah. Uh I don't know. I don't know if I'm just wrong, but I feel like they've been less uh, liberal with draws lately. Um, Well, they have. Um, But also, it's because it's like it affects tournament matches. So it's like 
they have to be conscious yeah, of it. has already been just in, throwing it out uh, Utami has already been in three draws in this calendar year, so I lied. Really? Yeah. Did I just not watch this? Like, I, I've watched most of these shows. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't. I just blocked it. says 33.3%. Uh, oh, the tag yeah. match. The tag match. The tag he match. He has a 33% draw percentage on the year. Oh, dear. Yeah. That's crazy. But, I mean, if any match is going to go to a draw, I'd be okay with it being done. Yeah, definitely. No, it would definitely fit uh, what they're trying to go for. But, um. I just hope that it doesn't you know, make them have to, like, pull thin on their, like, you know, efforts. Yeah. Because I think that's that's the issue with some Julia draws, is that it feels like she's, like, like the match thins out instead of just has more shit in it. It just feels like, okay, <laughs> she's, like, trying to get from point A to point B to 30 minutes instead of just, like, the match is happening and it goes 30 minutes. Uh, that was especially the issue with, like, the Sherry draw and then uh, the Mayu draw that everybody liked and I didn't. Um so I, I hope that they can... But I mean, it's it's Suzu and Julia. They could fill fucking 30 minutes, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that appears to be that for us, I think. Uh, quite the uh, abrupt ending, but I don't know what else to discuss. Um, they, they... I feel like there was something I wanted to say They opened about uh, extra ticket sections for this show. So that seems to indicate that it's doing well. Now... I don't know if they opened more tickets because government lifted the cheering laws and they yeah, were just like, oh, we I can sell tickets without spacing people. Um, maybe that was it. Maybe that there was enough interest in this show that they were able to open more sections or open more seats. So this could definitely blow away the number they did last time and they're probably hoping for that. Because you kind of need to keep growing with a card like this, um, so that's just something something to keep an eye on. Because I know some some people care about attendances, some people don't. But you know, we try and keep an eye on the business side. I just want, I just want the most, the biggest yes. pops yes. possible. Same. The biggest Japanese crowd pops, obviously. But like, I hope that they're because I mean, like, and it's it's dope that it's in Osaka, mm-hmm. right? Because I've talked about how Osaka is the place that has probably uh, hurt, got hurt the most in terms of like fan, you know, interaction uh, from the clap crowds because they used to be rowdy ass motherfuckers. You know, what I mean, like they were, they were, they were like corking home away mm. from home. You know, what I mean, <laughs> where it's like it's like a real wrestling crowd when it when it wants to be, and it really has lost that over the past couple of years because of COVID. So I really hope. But these motherfuckers get over, and these motherfuckers are, you know, getting cheered because uh, they deserve it. And I think, I mean, we've never seen. Think about this, Alex. We've never seen a proper draw. I mean, like outside of like the Kagetsu draws that like were good uh, years ago. We've never, we haven't seen like a stardom draw with cheering. Yeah, like a proper one. Because mm. like really, like I mean, they did like two draws a year. And it was like it was Kagetsu and Konami, which was in Yokohama. Uh, you know, like like they did that draw, and that was it. That was like the only thirty minute draw of the entire year <laughs> of twenty nineteen. I think that was like when you think about it like that, it's insane how we don't really know how these things are going to vibe. <laughs> and I'm interested. Yeah, I mean, there's so much to learn from this show. Um, as we said all the time, when cheering comes back, we're going to learn what pushes worked, what pushes didn't work, who's a star, who's not a star. We're going to learn a lot from this one. And uh, I mean, I just hope it's a good crowd because it would be shit if cheering came back and you got bad crowd. Um, I'm kind of excited as well for the first Corkin with cheering. Because Stardom oh Corkins used to be dude, great I'm, for I'm cheering. Mad those crowds used to be on fire I mean, they... for like... <laughs> To some degree, they still yeah. are. I feel like I feel like Orkin's the one place where there is like, fuck it. If I if I'm shocked, I'm gasping. <laughs> fuck the rules. I am going to yell when something crazy happens. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for a good Storm Corp. I, you know, like, um, fucking Bill, like fucking Osprey. He he tweeted about it about how he went to like a house show and it was like right after the the stuff got mm-hmm. lifted. And so they were like, oh, yeah, you guys can cheer, by the way. And they weren't expecting to be able to cheer. 
And he was like, it was one of the greatest crowds I've ever been in front of. It was like a random house show with not that many people. It was untelevised. And he was like, that was one of the greatest experiences with a crowd I've ever been in. <laughs> and I was like, I really hope, I really hope that like that translates around uh, Japanese wrestling. And there's a big, like, yeah. you know, there's sure. a want I'm sure to there cheer. Will there's be. a want to like, enjoy. It was the same in everywhere. Be. Like even that first AEW show yeah. where it was like, hey, everybody can cheer, full crowd, full attendance. Um that was with Rio and Deeb, wasn't it? Where they just these people are going fucking bonkers. Oh shit! Yeah, everything. The, oh, with with the with the Eddie Kingston match, the Eddie Kingston Mox tag oh, yes. match, yeah. where fucking everybody, where everybody was like, "Oh, people are like into mm-hmm. Eddie, <laughs> like this motherfucker is over." Yeah, yeah. I, that that was a great show. I, that's a but no, you're right. That's like I I like that. I really hope that we get something mm-hmm. like that uh, for this show and for the Okama show. And for you know the Corican show and wh- whatever is coming next in Stardom, I'm I'm hoping that they get good ca- crowd reactions. Um, it'd be really funny if somebody that we thought was like super over just does well, not. Listen, if Utami is like ice cold, I'm gonna. It's gonna be so <laughs> funny. I'm gonna laugh for like a week. It's gonna be fucked. I'm gonna be. So, I'm gonna be depressed. I'll be <laughs> like, no, is, no. I already yeah, said she's gonna see, be the greatest ever. I can't Utami, do this. Utami can't be ice cold because women definitely love her. Women, women definitely oh, lose yeah. it for her. So um, I think she's safe. We, you know, the women are the safest bet in these Japanese crowds, um, and they love them. Sumo Tommy. That's another thing. We we've never heard a primarily Jap, uh, primarily women. Well, not primarily women. I don't think it's at that level yet. But like a stardom car, mm-hmm. a stardom crowd with like a large amount yeah. of women. Because I mean, they used to they used to mark it out at like ninety to ten for men yeah. to women in star shows and now it's i mean it's not like it's not 50 50 but i mean it's definitely a lot more woman than women than it used to be you know what i mean so that's another part of it that'll be interesting definitely it's not it's not as woman based as a uh, new japan no. is but <laughs> yeah it might do there. um now the i was just checking the first uh Karkin for stardom with cheering it's on the 17th of this month um and it does have a Barry Barry Bombers versus Prominence Triangle Derby match. So that's pretty great. Interesting. Yeah. Um, nothing else on that card looks very good, <laughs> sadly. Um, although Tam, Tam Natsupo and Saki against God's Eye, kind of all right. No. Queen's, Quest for, Queen's Quest versus <laughs> Classmates seems like your kind of shit. Um, that sounds like a match that should be really good, but nobody's yes. going to try in. It's, it's Corkin. Yeah. They should try. They, they Seven will up try. versus Lollipop. They, they oh try. my god. Waka is going to have people going fucking bonkers. Oh, oh. <laughs> That's another thing. Like, is, like, how over is Waka? Because I feel like Clap Crouch, she's one of the most over They'd wrestlers. They'd be on fire. Like, yeah. like, like, dude, I'm excited yeah. for this for this crowd shit, man. One, one thing we didn't talk about, and this is what I was thinking about with Suzu, uh, do we see... A, a violence shock, and they just give Suzu the belt, and then give Julia back the belt. Hey, okay. Um, you know they should, but I, I think they're steadfast with uh, Yukihi versus Julia. I mean, I'm, I'm totally down with with Yukihi and Julia, but like, and this is Julia's first reign. That's the thing. Is like, if it was like her second or third, then I could definitely see first defense losing to Suzu type thing. But it's her first reign. I imagine they don't do that that would be really interesting if they if they went the the old the <laughs> the february surprise as they like to do in new japan it's one oh, of the yeah interesting that's true, that's that true. They do. yeah i don't i'm not sure about that now but uh, uh i mean i would be down for it i don't think it will happen but it would be yeah. interesting right like it would it would be something uh because then you don't really have to like keep it on mm. Suzu in case she does just decide ah i'm going to stick freelance not really want to do stardom anymore uh, you don't have to like she's not gonna hold it for fucking she doesn't have to hold it for months she'll just lose it right back pretty much but it would be interesting uh it's not it's not something in the front of my mind but it's definitely something that's like wedged in the back there that's like huh maybe maybe suzu gets a gets a crazy shock win in the first defense and then yeah. just drops it you never months. know i mean stranger things yeah. have happened um yeah i think that's it for us on this one um we can't really drag it out much longer um we will be back next week to talk about this amazing stardom pay-per-view and um we'll i think there's stuff to preview i mean it was just on the schedule um 
Uh, there will be two shows to preview, two Triangle Derby shows, um, but we'll primarily give focus to the pay-per-view because that's the only show this weekend. Um, you never know. You might get a little talk about Stardom Card Party. I've been playing that. It's uh, it's it's kind of cool, I guess. They're going to make so much money on this Card Party thing, by the way. Cause... Bro, I'm, I'm feeling like peer pressured in because I kind of want to get it. I don't even do. I there's even do people shit, with like, every like card collected already, and I know you can only do that by yeah. <laughs> what? Like you can only do that by paying, and th- it costs like seventy dollars to get the biggest microtransaction. So like, probably getting people paying that easily to to open packs, right? Like this is a it's a lot. It's it's just a neat little game, I guess. It's uh. Don't do much. You're just gonna have to wait to get rewards or pay them, and then collect cards. But you know, people are. I'm so excited for this to be a weekly segment of you learning what gacha games are. Yes. Well, I mean, I've kind of known of them before, but I didn't realize it was <laughs> this barren. Right? Like I thought you might do stuff. Oh yeah. But no, you just collect cards. Uh, the funniest thing about the Stardom one is it's all translated by Chrome because you play in your browser. It's not like an app. Um, yeah. so the names come out very badly. Like, I just got a trade offer for Natsubo. There's Natsupo, <laughs> but it says Natsubo. And I, took <laughs> a, I, I love, I think somebody sent me a picture of Summer of Ruaka. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what her name always is Summer of Ryukyu. One. Yeah, um, I got this. Well, because they, they changed her name. I, I remember I was talking oh, yes, about yes. this with somebody. They changed her name. Uh, to evil Ruaka, oh. right? Like that's her. That's her. That's how it's technically said. Uh, like the kanji is like it's evil Ruaka, but instead it's just Ruaka with her kanji changed, and so it's it's like evil summer of Natsu right. or whatever. Um, uh, we will we will close the show. I, I'm just uh, I got this other <laughs> translation. Uh, Shimitsu poetry. Oh, that's a that's uh, Utami. Yeah. So I was just like, how the hell do you mess this up so badly? But yeah, it's, it's, you know, that's the fun of the game. Um, that's enough about Stardom Card Party. I'm sure I'll brag next week when I have lots of great cards. <laughs> Not. Um, but yeah, <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed our little special extra thing. I hope I didn't sound like I was on the verge of death the entire time. You sounded fine. I'm kind of mad because like, we could have just done the entire episode. No, like, I, you, I don't you think sound, I can survive. I could not survive another hour, <laughs> I don't think. Um, yeah, we'll that cheaper show would have killed you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, watching it alone would have done done damage. Um, yeah, that is that show. show. We'll be but, back yeah. next week to review the pay-per-view and preview the upcoming Triangle Derby stuff. But with that, it is time to close the show. If you want to stand, you may stand. If you want to sit, you may sit. Believe today, shine tomorrow. You decide what you believe in. Joe. Joe.